Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. Okay, do I have to do the voice this time? Because this movie sucks. <laughs> okay, here we go. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 1941. Not the one with the hot chick. Uh, so we have this one here for you, and we have our friends here all the time. We are Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. We have a good old time. An RKO production here for an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Uh, this here stars Carol Lombard. Uh... uh Robert Montgomery and Gene Raymond, and uh, you have yourself a good old time here. So we have Kaz, Nick, Dan, Jocelyn, Bob, and uh, yeah, enjoy the show. And on your catch your choice, uh, please share it any way you can, and have a good old time. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Kaz, and I'd give five bucks to see that cat take a sip <clears throat> of that soup. Hey, I'm Nick, and I'm reminiscing a world in 1941 where apparently women had vaginas in the back of their neck. Wait, what? <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's okay. your opinion okay. of the yeah. ending. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Dan and... Oh, wait, no. <clears throat> I'm Mama Lucy. <laughs> I'm Joss and uh, why doesn't the cat eat the soup? McClunky, everyone. I'm Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you may recognize him from our video where he popped up in the background like Creeper. <laughs> so, so I have to say... So I think we're all befuddled. I have to I have to lay some stuff out first. That was certainly a movie. It was a movie, but before we get into it, I just have to lay out something. So, as a member of this group, um, I am the single one because we have a, a couple to the left of me, a couple to the right of me, and um, it's and you are stuck in the middle. In the middle, here I am stuck in the middle. So I feel like an Oreo. I have my two uh, crackers off to the side of me. <laughs> The, uh, the purest of white cream. We the, prefer the term saltine American. Oh, okay. I, I like rich. <laughs> but I have to say, so as this single young gentleman that I am, the cream of the, the cream. The of fact that you it. said that we're crackers and there's cream in the middle just makes it disgusting. Yep. <laughs> Excuse because me for a second. Because that kind of means yeah. that you're not cream, you're mayonnaise, uh, and that just makes a whole level of God, it's so great. Oh. But, but, maybe maybe make a whoopie pie. Oh my god. But, but, as this, <laughs> but as such an individual, what I, I have to say, I, I, I take in a lot. I, I like to um, I learn from my surroundings. So so you know, I, okay. as I sit, I see uh, a couple, and I'm learning. you you know, you two are in love. You're married. I think it's wonderful. And I get the idea. I look to my right, another couple married, a wonderful young couple. <laughs> Married in love. And then, you know, here I am watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith and going, this is really fascinating couple dynamic. Like, this is how you, this, yeah, this movie is how you don't do it. Exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So let, let's speed ahead. To the, so I take, uh, for example, uh, the end of the film. Uh, I won't give it too much away. I'll, I'll merely describe it. And uh, so we have uh, an individual in a chair, a series of skis, and a, a couple that seemingly back and forth. So, so rather than describe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do an example of it. So, uh, <laughs> I, need, away from I need a, this volunteer, and I just happen to have these two pens that have the word "extend" on it. No, no meaning to apply. So I'm scooching away. Could you please, right. could okay. you please hold these two pens? I have the pens. 
This is a thing so now. Right. You have to, you, can you hold them crossed in front? Okay. All right, so right now, guys, I know you're listening right now. So I have Dan, my, my good buddy Dan. He's holding uh, two pens. They're crossed. Yeah. Uh, now, imagine these are skis that are crossed on a chair. Yeah. And all you see uh, is somebody in a chair. Now, Dan, excuse me. Get away from me. <laughs> Don't breathe down his neck. Now, Dan, you, please face forward. You are in, you are in swinging distance. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, as an individual, I, I see this uh, gentleman in this particular scene stands behind uh, what's presumably his wife. We'll get more into it as we uh, come into the show. Common law. Common law, yeah. Oh my, Dan, you have such a large head. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely large It looks, is that how I look? That, that must be a So, project. How, You're David how, in this scenario, aren't you? Yeah, I am David, but I have to know how can I convince somebody with their skis up to fall in love with me? So, as I as I stand, I will, I will stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, it, I, it's very, that was it, kind of it, it very much is a challenge to me because again, I am the the single guy. It, it must be a couple thing in which two individuals can find some sensual meaning of having skis up. So. This is my dilemma. So as I stand here behind Dan, I'm trying to learn and comprehend this. So, Dan, you're doing a great job. You can put it down. Thank okay. You. I'm telling, I'm telling so, you, you don't learn from this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna so that was this movie. So the yeah. yeah. So the gist of it was, I'm, I don't understand how how <laughs> how does two two people fall in love, skis held high. What is the dynamic? So th that is my question and what I hope we can resolve over the course of this uh, particular show. I, th I think I can answer that right this second. That's not love, that's sexual assault. <laughs> What's happening at the end of that movie is sexual assault. All I really remember is the headlock. Yeah. Oh God. It's a hell of a headlock on her. Yeah. So how do you want to handle this? You don't want to do a scene by scene. We don't want to do scene by scene because this movie was stupid. Yeah. Oh. At one point, I had to get up to use the restroom, and Joss was like, "Do you want me to pause it?" No. That's fine. Thankfully, it was normal movie length. Yes. Yes, it was about an hour, a little over an hour and a half. A little, yeah, a good solid ninety minutes. For Hitchcock, that's basically a short film. Yeah. Now, what I did actually read was I read a. I read a review of this, and I, there's a good website called the Hitchcock.zone mm -hmm. okay. that I found, and um, it has reviews from when the movie was released, so it is from actual newspaper articles from 1941, okay. which right. is actually really good. And Hitchcock gave an interview, and he said, I don't really care for this movie too much. Honestly, no. I was paid to do it pretty well, so I just, I just took, his words were exactly, I just took the pictures as it was written, put it onto film, and moved on. Okay. You can clearly see, because it's just like, he just well, didn't really care. No, he's just like, okay, and you know, he, 
the the way the things were, he had to deliver by. Um, this is actually kind of funny. He had to deliver from his chair in order to give clear directions. He had a phone on the side of him that he had to give directions over the mic. So he actually phoned this. He phoned in. it in. Yep. <laughs> and this just shows because this I think is out of the how much we were at seven Hitchcock films now. So far, yeah. Well, we got eight if we count the uh, one we did. Um, Vertigo. Yeah. And we did Vertigo. So Vertigo. the eighth, eighth one, this is this is the worst. Oh, yeah. This is the worst of all of it. Yeah, and I mean, Vertigo was the driving around uh, driving yeah. around San Francisco simulator. Yeah. And, <laughs> I just, uh, and North by Northwest was... was waiting there was on the a side plot, the but it was just, like, long. It, like yeah. I said, it was James Bond. It was Hitchcock's Bond. Okay, yeah. the, the thing... Okay, there was a plot, but it was like... It was like a bad JRPG. Yeah. Where the plot could be pretty good. Gina, what are you eating? <laughs> the plot can be really good, but there's so much grinding and nonsense in between that three hours later you're like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. Mm. Why, why am I here? <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of it here. So he literally phoned this in. There's, a, you know, this is the second to last movie Carol Lombard did. Mm. Okay. Unfortunately, um, she did a USO show, came back from Europe, and unfortunately died in a car, died in a plane crash. Yeah. Ooh. So it's just, it's, you know, at the age of 33. Young. Yeah. Which yeah. That's... that's way too freaking young. And uh, the others who are here, you have Roger, Robert Montgomery, who the only other thing he really did, he did a few other movies, and then he joined the military, and that was basically it. Okay. Uh, he became president of the Screen Actors Guild, and then there was Gene, uh, Gene Raymond, who played the other guy. Jeff. Jeff, thank you. My name Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> His supposed best friend. Yeah. What kind of best. dick, man. Yeah, what a fucking dick. What kind of I dick? Know. Yeah. You know, here, so he did here. So he served until he uh, served through uh, World War II, uh, v uh, Korea, and Vietnam. And um, yeah, then he died not that long ago in 2015. Wow. Wow, so that's still that's still a big difference here. I really wish I, I want to make a correction of this because I did say that this was related to Mr. It's Mr. Smith from Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I was wrong. Yeah, it's in name only. Right? Yeah, and then here it is a considerably less gunfire. In this but movie. it is a way there were a couple stronger movie. Yeah. yeah, it is a way stronger movie, and then just what we said off mic before. You could tell Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were having sex the entire time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. here, you just hear like Brad Jones, the cinema snob. You know, you cut through and go, and then they banged. <laughs> no, they did. They banged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now apparently there was another version in. What I looked it up. Was ninety six? And there was another one. Starring Scott Bakula. There was another one in sixty something too. Uh, not related to this though. No. No, I mean. No, just the name. The name of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was also about spies. There's a few different ones. Or Secret Agents. This one. This. This movie plot would have been vastly improved by Scott Bakula. Oh yeah. Okay. Captain Archer. Yeah. Just freaking. I don't know. Spy shit going on. Intrigue yeah. and that would be and the f right up there, perfect for Hitchcock. The weird thing is, is this movie was re-released as a radio show. 
the following year. You're right. Yeah, yeah and it became a radio show, so mm-hmm. many other people did the parts. But the thing is, Hi. nobody had to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, I was about to say the same thing you did, guys. I was about to say, <laughs> why? But uh, I could almost, I can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. As somebody who listens to a lot of what essentially are radio plays now, I listen to a lot of <laughs> serialized podcasts that are yeah. like ongoing stories and stuff. So like, right. okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, it's the will they, will they get back together, won't they get back together, or yeah. wh- whatever happens. Will they, happens. won't they? Well, let's see if she hits them with this vase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or whatever may have you. They deserve I mean, each other. Or a ski. Huh? Oh, yeah. they do. They yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve each other because these two are fucked up. I was, I was saying in the group chat uh, for this, it's like I'm glad they're together because it keeps them out of the dating pool for the rest of, for the rest of the world. <laughs> these little toxic waste dumps—they're made for each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why I dislike her as much as I mean. He's easy to see why to dislike, but I mean, aside from the anecdote that she hit him with a vase once, yeah. I mean, what? She is a bitch. I can't put my finger on why. I mean, it's it's well, like how, the... How, how the fact that the minute she finds out... She plays these stupid fucking girly games that I can't stand. Mm. Every morning she asks him a question that makes him extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, Who does like that? what what how you know, how many girlfriends did you have before me? Or what did you do with said girlfriend when you went to Paris with her? Or We banged. There's a scene at the very beginning of the movie where he basically admits that he had a girlfriend, and they they fooled around. And she said, "Well, I forgave you for that." It's like that's his past. Forgive what are you him doing? for what? But yeah. she's playing these games, and the question right. the question that basically starts the movie off is, "If you had to marry me all over again, would you?" And he says, "No." With all the bullshit you've put me through, fuck no, lady. Yeah. Apparently, that when they fight, they fight hard, and they fight for days. Right. And they don't leave a bedroom, and they just fight. And the longest argument they had lasted uh, eight, like days. eight days. Then the, the argument he, we seemingly jump in on is three days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he yeah. misses work because <clears throat> if he leaves, then she goes hysterical. Okay. But she also gives him the complete silent treatment. It's like th- these people should not be together. But no. at the same time, they can't be with anybody you else. You don't want to subject these people on anyone else. Oh, they're meant. Uh, they're meant to be together. They just seem to be getting along okay with Jeff. I think the whole Jeff, thing is supposed but... to be the whole, like, they're so passionate and everything about each other and this and that. It's like, uh. no! This is exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to talk to your partner. You're not supposed yeah. to freeze them out. Look. You're not supposed to hit them with vases. This is not what you do. Yeah. And, and like you don't the, put them in headlocks. Like the trick the trip question of how many people were you with before me? Before you get married, that's a, that's a question that, you know, you should know the answer up. to. Yeah. It's a question that should have come up. Right, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, honestly, it's... it's Yeah, you're right. It is really a fucked up relationship. It really no, is. Yeah, yeah. The, now, the 40s, I'm sure... 40s was a different time. Well, they even but. said in the 40s... And it was a different time. There was a war going on. Yeah. You know, Not like, yet. 
No, but it, it was, was close. It was yeah. the beginning of a war. It was, well, hap- it was like, happening. It was well, happening. We were looking at it going. We weren't, eh, we weren't involved, know. but there was a war right. Going yeah, on. you're right. Yeah, so um, it's, the, it's not D Day yet. No, yeah, we were looking at it like, ah, that's that's oh, their problem. Oh, there's that thing over that's there that's happening. What's, yeah. that, what's happening in Hawaii? Oh, but, let's get the popcorn. Ooh. But there was you were just coming out of depression. You were just yep. coming off of. Um, you know, all the stuff that was happening, Prohibition, all that stuff had just happened, you know, 10, 15 years earlier. Right. So, you're still in that, it's supposed to be that sweet time, I guess, before the shit hits the fan, you know, that little... Close, yeah. You know, a little bit of peace time. Yeah. And so, these, these fluffy sort of relationships would happen. And back then, I mean, I remember my grandparents, uh, who... My when my grandfather came back from World War Two, they had lived in like the same neighborhood, but they weren't. They were friendly with each other, but they weren't together. My grandmother was actually engaged to someone who went off to World War Two and never came back because he married some French girl. Oh, um, yeah. We, so we, this could be a sad until he mentions some French girl. Well, screw him. No, yeah. So, um, and yeah, he he went and lived in France. So she was like home and my grandfather came home uh with like a purple heart because he got shrapnel in his leg and within six weeks they were engaged yeah from the time they met yeah so it's like the relationship sped up now they were together 50 years and the fights in this movie were very very similar to the fights that they had yeah (laughs) they were either screaming at the top of their lungs at each other or they weren't speaking yeah like and I, I can testify that it's it has to be the time period. Probably, yeah. The At genre. least some of it. Yeah. I, I think it might have to do with the genre, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screwball comedy. It's a screwball okay, was comedy. Was this really screwball, though? Uh, it's That's considered comedy. It's considered that, but it's not really... I mean, the, Probably the, doesn't hold up over time. There were a couple well, of decent visual gags, stuff. like, like her dress split kept splitting in that, that in restaurant funny. scene. That was yeah. funny. She tried to fit in her old... Yeah. Why did she get married in a black suit? Because that's it. That was... She's mourning the loss of her freedom. They also... <laughs> <laughs> it's more like his Good answer. Point. I like it. Good point. It also wasn't like a society wedding. You, most nah. people, when they got married, especially they got married in what? Idaho, Ohio, Wisconsin. Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. Boise, Idaho. They got... There's like four people. Well, it wasn't Idaho. quite Boise, Idaho, so though, but yeah. They got, but they got married in yeah. Idaho, so they probably got married in front of a judge. Idaho's yeah. not and a real there state. there probably wasn't... No, that's Montana. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they, they wasn't a, it wasn't a big ceremony. He, right. They met. He fell in love hard. She fell in love hard. They got married probably within a week of each other. <laughs> they and, got married hard. And... <laughs> Well, and then they banged. Yes. <laughs> the whole joke. point of it was you got married so you could have sex. Yeah. Mm. And then they banged. Yeah. <laughs> you got married so you could have like the you know the the carnal sin of a double bed. Ooh. Which they have in this movie. Yeah. 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 Which is weird too, at least for this time. But it wasn't it wasn't until the fifties that the the separate beds thing yeah. really became an issue. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but still, it's. You see it from time to time. Right. But um, it says here, according to the wiki, what sets... um, I'm just going to read it. What sets the screwball comedy apart from the generic romantic comedy is that the screwball comedy puts its emphasis on a funny spoofing of love. Um, Well, we all know that humor is... um, 
Subjective. Subjective. Yes, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, while the more traditional romantic ultimately accents love. So, is this whole thing like a spoof of what a romance should be? Yes. I mean, there sure as hell wasn't so. romantic, I'll tell no. you that much. No, yeah. there, there was not a single bit of romance in this entire movie. No. Uh, not at all. Not at all. I just expected to see that there was going to be hate fucking. <laughs> I at was some expecting point. Yeah. That's, the, 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 that's the end, end of the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. That's the movie where fucking. he just kind of comes up behind her and is like, till your head back. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 At least that's, that's well, I don't know yeah. my part. You know, <laughs> my thoughts now. All right. So why don't we go ahead? Let's pay some bills and tell you a little bit more about 4041 Media. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Headlock, we're back. <laughs> Every time, time for all, nuggies. Every time we all just go like a statue during that. Just like wait, nope. Except for me. Okay, I'm, we're back. I'm counting with my fingers. Yep. I, I uh, my head back and forth with the clock. She's our metronome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Uh, now. Oh. Okay. So. What was the MacGuffin in the film? What? <laughs> Not was every movie has to have a MacGuffin. No, actually, I did take the time to like. Uh, I was into thinking, it. it. Well, you I, watched the movie twice. I know, you I did. Me. I ended up going no, over the hell? Twice, so. Were you, yeah. were you Gino, wondering Gino. what this kind of structure this movie should have had if it was going to not be a crappy movie? No, that's I, what was bothering me at night. Gino, where's your yeah, I just was struggling with the ending, but I mean, going back to rewatch it, I'm not going to lie. I actually, I don't know, like, I just really enjoyed Hitchcock. This was very, I mean, this was a very, very different film. You'll, this was his one and only comedic film uh, as you were saying except earlier, for Trouble with Harry and that was yeah. a good movie that was that a, one I that was the, but the, the wiki between, says there's another one but it also it's a thriller where they're handcuffed the couple's handcuffed together uh, I mean I could dig it yeah but that, the difference I mean, alright good could be better than this one. Yeah, that's all I was really gonna say. Well, the difference though between, like, I only say with the trouble with Harry, that was considered a black comedy, where this was considered screwball. It's the difference between a, like, a lighter and a darker content of okay, comedy. Okay, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. That's, so I mean, that's my. And only, I and um, I admit my my sense of humor can be a little dark sometimes. I mean, uh, you should meet my parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I <don't>. <laughs> So, uh, I, mean, see, I just have trouble with the with the with the screwball <laughs> title because every time I hear screwball, I just picture um, I just picture Daffy Duck being redrawn in that one cartoon yeah. where, where the artist is fucking with him the whole time, yeah. and the artist turns out to be Bugs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, where he's like got the the flower for a head, and he's got you know yes. flippers and everything. He's got this. Uh, the, the What's wrong with you? Yeah, and it's just a screwball. Yeah. That's what I picture as a screwball. Yeah, I expected yeah. with the screwball comedy, you expect a you know 
more kind of off the wall. Yeah. And there really yeah. wasn't much off the wall. There yeah. were scenarios in this that, you know, made some sense. Though, God forbid you were a married woman who wanted a job. Oh, God, no. Can you steal my heart? You had to be single. You had to be single in order to work. Yeah. You're making a point not to, not to employ married women. Well, fuck you too, buddy. He said it was due to a job crisis, but do you think it was just because of uh, pretense because he wanted to flirt? Yeah. Yeah. Well, most definitely. Because he tried oh, yeah. to get a kiss from her. Yeah. Yeah. After oh, their this guy had. Date. He had this face and he had that mustache. He had rape face mustache. <laughs> Y'all saw that too. That little skinny yeah, mustache. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. he is looking under someone's skirt. Yep. Was it a skinny mustache? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. He he had that look like he's just there, like he is going to like you know somebody like, hey, can you change that light bulb there? Like this uh, man taped a mirror to his shoe. I promise yes, he you. Did. yes, 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 he did. He did. Also, like, yeah. I just wanted to point out that. She went on a date the day after she found out she wasn't married. Yeah. Oh, she was ready to roll. Like, so we know that we know yeah. this was a happy marriage oh, yeah. from yeah. the get-go. Yeah. Well, I mean, at first she was hoping he'd ask her to remarry, but then after their crap date, then he's well, like... Well, yeah, because he was, like, making it all romantic and shit to go yeah. back to, like, their original date. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, let's go home. I, I think he wanted went home to, to basically have sex... Yeah. And you, she's like, we're not married, and, and you weren't out. going to tell me. I think yeah. the wine, the champagne bottle was a uh, visual <laughs> euphemism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Are you the one who said it? I can figure or, out why. Yeah, I got a joke like, about the fact that it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep turning okay. it nice. So, joke of some kind. I, I asked somebody about this today <laughs> when I was at the gym. And I said, what happens when you have that wine? What they do is they put the ice in the bowl, and they move the ice around so it distributes around the bottle evenly. Right. Oh, okay. So that way it's equally cool. Yeah, that makes, yeah, okay. that makes so, sense. But it was still funny, like he's walking in the room. Just, I also want to point out that he was the one who went to get himself more comfortable. Yeah. Like it was the, a complete reverse yeah. of the the, um, the trope. Yeah. Slipping into something more comfortable. And then they reuse that trope later comes with out another dude. Tuxedo. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. a guy with a tuxedo. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they reversed the trope where he went in to change into, I want to point out, brand new pajamas. Yeah. They, there was a box that w that he took them out of. That's so he true, went shopping yeah. for new pajamas yeah. because he, he was going to seduce his non-wife. Like a pocket square in them, too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, okay, that bad. that was kind of amusing. I like yeah. how baggy they were. I kept yeah. thinking about MC Hammer's. Uh, but they were probably super comfortable, yeah, too. Like, they looked great. Got, they really yeah. looked comfortable. It's like, honey, yeah. I got new flannels. Does that turn you on? Uh, <laughs> so I, she looked, I have to say, uh, Anne looked very elegant for, yeah, like for what, sleepwear. It looked well, very... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, very a pen, it's a pen noir. Like, know. you could wear it as a dress yeah. at a formal occasion. Yeah. yeah. There's like a dual purpose, whatever you whatever you. It's a nightwear yeah. and a daywear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I got to imagine if you sleep in that, when you wake up, you know the girls are going to be all over Everywhere. the place. Everywhere. Well, the point is you don't sleep in it. All it's right. it's <laughs> you stay you awake. You take it, it off, and then then yeah. Then you bang. Yes, and then you bang. <laughs> That's going to be my one joke the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> not even an original joke. I know. Well, I'm but they don't tired. bang. At least not not yeah. in. 
Maybe so, if they but, did, things would have been better. I don't but know. But they do this in a good way, because, like, my grandmother always does this thing of how, like, you could tell people had sex in an old movie is the camera would pan out, yep. the doors would shut. Yep. And we knew what they were doing. Oh, we knew. You know, and all this, our rose would go down the river. I told you, that in and, Misty for me, the yeah. waves are crashing. Yeah, and they do all this, so it's like, it was really funny is the way the camera pans out, the door shut, she's like... Fuck you! <laughs> that was and I'm like, okay. I started okay. laughing there. Yeah. I started really you laughing. Know, like, there. It just, it just got in my head. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a good like for that period. That must be pretty funny. Yes, like, that was probably really funny. <laughs> I thought I actually <laughs> there were a couple of times where I did laugh out loud in this, yeah. with this movie. Yeah. The movie was still terrible. Yeah. But I still found a few bits of it funny. I mean, yeah. like, for me, I, I say it was a Him good film. Him punching himself in the face, for example. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought that and was funny. Like, no, I, no, I yeah. mean, that's me in a social situation. It's just like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding. I need to go. <laughs> see, like, if you look at this film, like, independently, standalone, I can see how we all, like, describe it and say it's kind of terrible, and I get that. But for me... Uh, I mean, I look at it as independently, and I say it's good. But then when I look, uh, consider the canon of uh, or filmography of Hitchcock, it doesn't stand up well with no. a lot of his other titles. No. One, it's his comedy. It was his one and only comedy, and even if he was going to go in that that genre, he needed to at least have two or three more films under his belt just to get the yeah. the, right, the flow. The f- yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, the interesting thing, if I could yeah. just no, sure, you you this the the yeah. story the way he. Uh, Developed this film, the story style of it, and I only from uh, looking this up and trying upon my second viewing, really trying to interpret the this what the hell they were talking about. It has a very uh, a TV sitcom esque way about it, like yeah. the way the structure of it. I mean, you could literally like make about Married four episodes children? out of it. It's got a TV sitcom vibe to it where nobody actually talks to each other like goddamn adults. Yeah. <laughs> And the fascinating thing, though, about it is, like, the fact that it was set up like a TV sitcom. Why Hitchcock decided that, I don't know. I couldn't find anything on it. But what fascinated me, I was, like, reading through, like, various notes about what people have said about the film. There was a documentary on the DVD back in 04 when it came out. Uh, and uh, Lucille Ball, I don't know if, where, where they got it from. It didn't specify in the article. But Lucille Ball was inspired by Carol Lombard's character in this film, which inspired her for a future show, I Love Lucy. So her character was modeled based on her the characteristics, the quirks, the eccentric way of the character. All right, that was I like can a preceptor, see, I can like a, sort of see that, but Lucy didn't have like a fiery temper. Yeah, Lucy is way, way Way more likable. Yeah. Than, well, that than was. Anne. I mean, well, I mean, if you look at Car- Anne. Yeah, Anne. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Carol Lombard's character was like a prototype for the future female sitcom. So Lucille Ball. I mean, I, I'm speaking now. I'm kind of making opinion, but she just took like aspects of what she did in this film. Yeah. And she made it better. She which, made it her own, but she made her character likable. Yeah. Which I, I can understand. Yeah, like, I can yeah, actually love Lucy. Yeah. It's a brilliant comedy. I yeah, can see that. I can actually see that. It's like yeah. you don't want to punch Lucy in the mouth just on principle. No, you don't. You actually kind of sympathize and, and empathize with Lucy. Yeah. Whereas Anne is you just, don't. Anne not is being with Anne. unnecessarily vicious on some of this. She is, yeah. well, and Some of it is absolutely deserved. Because he's stalking the crap he's out a stalker, of her. He's being a stalker and he's a giant piece of shit. He's yeah. an asshole like, but, the entire time. But she's also pulling some shit that's just a step too far as well. Absolutely. Like they're both, it's like the Family Guy joke when the when the Gyllenhaals are arguing about who's more insufferable and Peter comes up to them and just goes, please, please, you're both just awful. 
Oh yeah. 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 They're both terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> Let them be together, and then you've got the best friend. Man, this guy uh, knows how to pick them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can, can you hear the air quotes? Best friend. Yeah. Oh well, why don't you drop by your house? Let's drop by your home. Let's around, say around nine o'clock. He yeah. was supposed to convince her to stay yeah. with him, but instead wound up asking her out on a date. Yeah. Now the thing well, I don't get. Yeah. The thing I don't understand is. How did he get thrown out of the, out of his own house? Wouldn't it, like if he was like the breadwinner or whatever? Wouldn't everything have been in his name? No, but she had money. All right. She had money back. Is that that was a brief thing mentioned when the when the mother was there? All right. You know, thank God you have something, or you know, it was in the conversation. So it was when, her house, and he's the freeloader. I think because how would he get thrown out if it was his house? I think it's still his house, but. Again, you know, with the way things work, um, possession is nine tenths of the law. Yeah. When you are, and this is and what, this is true. The house, so. This is yes, this is true to this day. If you were the person, say you and I got into a fight, and you left, but I stayed. Technically, this is my place now. If we had children, and you left, this is my place. This is the place for the children. If I left and took the kids with me. This is your place because I left. So if you want to get technical with that kind of thing, if I leave for work, then that means I no, left no, no, and no, I was no, replaced. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, I mean, if there's if there's a split. Oh. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. If there's a split, if there's a fight, if there's if. a we're filing for divorce, this is what's happening. I get to keep the china. You get you know, and the dog, right. and you get to keep yo know, Bobo the clown. <laughs> Bobo. Oh. Let's not talk about Bobo the clown. Okay. <laughs> we locked him away in the other room for a reason. Um, no. <laughs> I just remember one I'm not going to get into details I remember one fight we had Before we got married Where you basically Threw me out of the house Barely without without Barely with pants I do not recall this fight Yeah This was at the uh, This was at You know in During the dark times Oh Yeah And basically you th- like, I don't we recall were, this fight We were arguing I don't even remember What we were arguing about It was but, probably like, stupid Yeah It got it got heated, and you basically, like, threw my pants at me and threw me out the door. It was, like, yeah. Wow. I do not recall this fight at all. To be fair, to be fair, a couple minutes later, she opened the door and let me back in because she calmed down. But it was still, so like, am I in a sitcom? What the hell is happening? <laughs> and where are my shoes? I don't recall this fight at all. <laughs> I, I, have no I have no clue what we were fighting about. It was probably, it was un- probably un- stupid. Yeah, no yeah. clue whatsoever. Just like, I really am in a. This is this is a rom com. Where are my pants? Oh God. There was, was it winter. One- yes. There oh, was- <laughs> I do not recall. Please let me put a coat on. Get out. There oh, was God. one argument we had. I don't remember what the hell it was either. But we're standing in our kitchen. And she, I, I said something stupid that she yelled at me, and I walked up and just licked her in the tip of the nose, <laughs> and we both just started laughing. That's a way to defuse the situation for now. Yeah, yeah, but she just looks like what the fuck? <laughs> what even the fuck are you? Oh goddamn it! Yeah, I, yep. I think trying to make each other laugh is a good way of. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it saved a lot of it for us too. The situation definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff is this dick. He's like, okay, come on over and, uh, like, after... Wait, also, uh, David's also going to this flop house. 
Oh, I love, I love the fact that he's got his club, like yeah. the, the Beef Eaters Club. The beef eaters I wonder what club. they serve there. <laughs> yes, I know the Beef Eater is technically like the hat that the, the, that the, right. the English guards wear. Yeah. I just, yeah, he's oh, at a gentleman's club alcohol. where there's Could alcohol and, and cigars yeah. and a sauna yeah. and I guess a place for people to sleep. Yeah. Because they pay, he pays his dues, so he's. He's got access to some of the rooms. It's basically, the grown-up He-Man Womenators Club. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> huh. Imagine if there was one day. There's a, well, it's no homers. We could have just one. <laughs> oh my God! Imagine if he was Al Bundy. <laughs> oh, I would no. never go home. No man. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. See right here. Check up here. So this was where introduced to his friend Chuck, right? Yeah. Well, at oh, first I found him like like funny. Like I found him like like dumb uh, funny. No, nah, uh, I fight with my wife all the time. The <laughs> fact that yeah, yeah, the fact that he got he gets kicked out. He's like wait, like he's he's sitting there thinking about wait a minute, where did uh, I go wrong? Maybe I maybe I did fuck up. No, this is a plan. But then I find have, out that he like cheats on his wife every time they have a fight. It's like. Yeah. You're a douchebag. Yeah. This is a plan that I have. We can do something, Thor. I was more taken too by the fact that the way he, he with his robe, he he wore it like uh, he, like it was a dress. He was yes. like covering his boobs or something. He wore it so high. I'm like, why is that dude? Like you know, dude, if you're in a sauna, it's a dude sauna. It's like you know, you're not wearing your shirt or anything. You're relaxed. Wasn't at first. Yeah. yeah. Just the way he was uh, dressed up, and then. Um, uh, what is it? The next time, even when uh, Mr. Smith was in there with them, he was like sitting pro- so promiscuously next. <laughs> there was something so feminine about the way they approached this sauna. It, there was something just very odd about it, but that's just my take on it. But either way, uh, the fact uh, we see in that scene uh, where Chuck is trying to convince uh, Mr. Smith to uh, uh, do something to get back at Anne. So. Uh, Chuck says we should have him go out to eat, and then we have uh, David, uh, Mr. Smith says we should go to the uh, Florida club. The Florida club, and she's that'll be, that, that, that'll, that, that way he'll get her back. And he'll get, yeah, we'll go make her jealous. Yeah, we'll go make her jealous, and uh, I'll invite this girl I know and her friend. Yes. And we're going to go to the Florida club, because as we all know, Florida is the classiest of the states. Oh, I like, I, <laughs> I, well, I like the fact, too, that I thought it was actually kind of funny when uh, when Chuck actually calls... I can't remember the girl's name. I know the other girl's name is Gertrude. It was Gloria? When he calls Gloria, that she answers and he's like it's your sweetheart and she gives him a different name <laughs> how many sweethearts do you have no i'm not larry yeah yeah, yeah. these two were the most fun out they of the were. whole fucking movie they were they were funny because these two like the the one that was closer said something about the pheasant kind of reminded me of blanche Devro from the golden girls mm-hmm. like this is her a little bit younger and it's just one who's like okay you're gonna have fun yeah. You're like, yeah, okay, you're gonna have fun here. Like, oh, okay, or was it, uh... He Shout had a... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, the, no, the nosebleed. Yes, when he punches himself in the face, they <laughs> yeah. have a nosebleed. Oh, hey, so I got a nosebleed. Bleed. I know how to fix that. Come here. Like, and then she basically straddles him and is trying to help him out. And, it, it, like, everyone's just, like, crowding around. He's like, this is absolutely not what I wanted. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that works. The other thing, too, Doesn't is it? when he's sitting next it to does, the, yeah. the pretty woman who does actually look a little <laughs> bit like Anne... And this he's, was good. he's like it's to make her jealous, he makes it look like he's whispering in her ear. And so he he's essentially talking to himself. He's not even but saying he's mouthing yeah. nothing. And 
the guy that's with her is just watching him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is the best part when they when he pans out just to see his like reveal in his face. It was like that's great. Uh, <laughs> there were there were some good visual gags in this movie. There were a couple of funny jokes in this movie, but I don't know. I just. Because uh, they were terrible people, they were not redeemable. No. Nobody mm. in this movie has any redeemable qualities. No. Bad things Except the cat. To bad people. <laughs> Except the cat. Except the cat, because he's got self-preservation. But that poor instincts. cat. But that poor cat. Remember, he said this is like the fifth cat. They keep getting run over. It's oh, like, oh, kitty. Well, oh, I, was it, this is a, this is the fifth cat we've had. Pause to to think. Is that what's is in, that the soup? in the soup? They keep getting run over. <laughs> is that why the cat won't eat this one? <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like me. Did you oh, get the yeah. 65 cent or the 45 cent? Oh, we're gonna. I have no idea. 65 cent meal. I'm so jealous. I'm like, wow, what's the difference? Like, what do you get for 45 and 65? You know, what's the. How much more food? Well, do remember, you get? he got his $2 back for uh, for their marriage license, so yeah, yeah. he didn't have to pay he for was, dinner. He was fucking rich. The price is in the 40s, man. I know we, you know, <laughs> we, we accumulate for inflation over the years, but I'm like. Geez, what what's the value of forty five cents for a meal, and what was sixty? We didn't actually look it up this time, so I don't know. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point, forty five, like in twenty nineteen, forty five cents will get you maybe two and a half chips out of a bag of chips, if that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. When a bag of chips only has five. Right. Yeah. One so, gumball. Half a bag of eggs. One gumball. Yeah. A few chips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or um, let me see. Actually, or most of a sticker from a vending machine. You might get a handful of like Smarties or something from one of those vending machines. I don't know those at work. He can get he can get the the, the handful of expired uh, Skittles. Yeah, yeah. or M and M's. Yeah. yeah. For eighty nine cents at your local market, they they make uh, this really cool cookie. I would say it, but I can't. It's like Italian, but it's a coconut biscotti? coconut. It's like a biscotti, but it's a. I call it, they call it coconut dream wafers. They're like the most delicious dessert I've ever had. Oh. It's so light, and if you are at your local supermarket, they cost eighty nine cents. I won't now, say which talk, market because are we talking the, it ends the with newest basket. the newest one? <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Ends with basket. Gotcha. So yeah. all these. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as the market's good. There, so, uh, so I just looked it up. Sixty-five cents in nineteen forty-one is eleven dollars and fifty-eight. Eleven dollars and thirty-eight cents. So they today. essentially got drive-through. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you're they essentially got drive-through. If you're spending twelve bucks, you you ordered off the dollar menu at McDonald's and got yourself a shame box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the twenty-piece nugget for those curious. That's the shame box. The twenty. Yeah. Because you know you're eating the whole thing yourself. Uh, yeah. mm. I'm gonna share it with my significant I'm other. It. I'm gonna yep. share this twenty-piece nugget with Dan while I'm at work. I'm gonna share this twenty-piece nugget with myself. <laughs> and you know somebody's walking away really proud. I'm gonna eat this whole damn thing. No, my favorite one was when some lady bought two of them, yeah. and she's like, "Fuck that! That's for me." I'm like, forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, I, I, okay. This woman does not want to live out the night. No. <laughs> so, so, so after, after 20 nuggets, I'm just like, okay, I've, I've made some decisions in I my life. I get to like 17 and then I'm like, I think I'm, I'm done. Oh, Hell, the good. dog eats like half of them. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the cool 40s things that I did look up to because I was curious about, I found out that, uh, 
disposable diapers were brand new for the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. There was that scene where they're in the uh, department store. We already went over the fact that, you know, Anne was trying to say that she was single when she, she was, was technically still married. But, yeah. She was and, technically so, single. Oh. So, but, you know, with, uh, but then David was trying to fight and say, no, you're married. And then the manager's all like, ah. And then they're like, all the store detectives. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, you mean <laughs> yeah. security. Yeah. Store right. security. Were security thing, guys. Apparently. Yeah, I know. I love that. Well, it's prevention. Yeah. 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 The well, other so intro- David should- started throwing things. I say, yeah. We should talk to Heidi. Dis- she needs to change her title to store detective because that's yes. just co- that's cooler than mm. lost prevention. Yes. Was he throwing disposable? She threw disposable diapers at him. Oh, yeah. those are diapers. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I thought they were. That up. She was selling lingerie, and I'm like, yeah. disposable lingerie. Well, it, well, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what edible lingerie. Yeah. Edible well, they were disposable, but they weren't like pre-med. So you had to like wrap it and. Cut it and wrap it and then pin it to the baby. It sounds exhausting. Yeah, true. Yeah, it is. They didn't have Velcro. Nah. And get this. this, this not, a, not until after World War II. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing, and I'll shut up after this. The other interesting thing was apparently uh, within this film, I had to write it down to make sure I said it right. This was uh, the first, uh, the, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith was the first to reference pizza in an American film. Yeah, because I noticed it said pizza on that, the window. Huh. So that was like yeah. a new thing, apparently, for the 40s. Huh. So the 40s was they didn't the... didn't uh, pizza? It yeah. was non-boiled no, no. brand new. Pizza, yeah. I think, existed since 1905, I think? Yeah. Like, in the form that we know it as? Yeah. But, like, the actual, like, the actual dish that would have been in Italy that came over is actually quite different than what you get. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. It was from Chicago originally, or but the, the uh, deep dish. Yeah, but the word, the, <laughs> what, we know, what we know of as pizza well, was actually from it. Chicago. It's like the basic, yeah, yeah, yeah. basic yeah. reference of yeah. it. So. Yeah, and oh, actually, is. we're seeing this with history of pizza right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm looking up history of pizza. Well, there's. I'm surprised that's not your homepage, Jess. <laughs> I guess. Um, I love pizza. Basic. Let's see. It says basic flatbreads with several toppings have were have been produced since ancient times. But we're talking about talking uh, about the way we like pizza. Oh, modern pizza developed in Naples when the tomato was added. Okay. Because mm. they they didn't really have tomatoes in, in Italy, so a lot of the mm. Italian food that we know of, like that's that's kind why of, that's why they call it tomatoes. That's why they call it sauce. Yeah, because well. it's, 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 a more, it's a more modern type yeah. of thing because yeah. tomatoes weren't a thing in Italy for the longest time. No. No. Oh, Napoli. Oh, yeah, that brings back good memories. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell. Alright, yeah, so Jeff and Ann are on a date and they go to the uh, the, the New York World's Fair. They get stuck in a fucking shoot. Yeah. Not quite, but it has the most nauseating scene out of the whole. Yeah, I'll give you a version of it. gave me a little dizziness. The green screen is lovely tonight. No, no, the screen when it's the scene when it's down. Like when they're yeah. down, look at the people. I'm like, oh, holy fuck. Oh, no, thank you. That was shit. Shaky, shoddy camera work. Good lord. Yeah, yeah it was really yeah, It gave me the feeling of it, but I'm like, okay, good. Like, the, yeah. you ever that feeling when you're dizzy and like the back of your head just sort of swims oh, a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, no. This is bad. I didn't have that problem. <coughs> yeah. I really didn't, but I don't have a. I don't have an issue with heights. I don't have an issue with any of that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to me, I'm like, oh, that was fine. Oh, I'm, my yeah. my initial reaction was, holy fuck, look how high they are, how high they're supposed to be, and there's no safety restraints on no. any of this. No. I'm like, oh my god. 
Keep in mind, seatbelts were a, mo- were a uh, modern th- or they were like a, a, a novel That's thing. That's a thing, yeah. yeah. I actually found a, a newspaper ad recently where it's like, you want to keep if you want to keep your kids from jumping out the window, we have a belt for you. Uh, and does it, like, attach to a harness and yeah, it like, wraps around the headrest or something? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so keep the kids... Your kids from jumping out the windows, folks. Yeah. Kids on Just leashes. imagine, like, you know, there's a car, like, oh, wait, we got a thousand cars around yes, here. Yes, So, yeah, like, like, you know, you have the kid there, and he just literally gets out the window, and he's just hanging. Uh, my, my old dog did that. Because he's oh. twice. Oh. Once when we were, we were in... Um, I'm so sorry. We were in Kennebunkport, Maine, just parked, and he got, you know, he got distracted by something and kind of, like, dove out the window, but he still had his leash on, so he fell out the window and it was dangling by his harness. Oh. Like, his, his, little, his toes were just barely touching the ground, but we were parked, so I was able to, get, you know, get up to the side of the car, reach out, and pull him back in. Yeah. The other time it happened, we were driving. Oh he, I shit! Was, yeah, my dad was driving. I was sitting shotgun. We had my his uh, his name was Bandit. We had I had Bandit on my lap, and he had his head out the window because you know he's a dog. Dogs yeah, do that. Dogs do that. Yeah. And he That's leaned cute. a little too far, and as we were taking a left turn, oh, out onto oh, the buddy. road, uh, and he just tumbled out of the car. And I just I I don't know how I reacted this fast, but I just went like the flash caught him and just scooped him oh, back into crap. the car. And he just sat in my lap like, oh god. What was that? <laughs> Please don't let me do that again. Bandit was an idiot, but he was my idiot. Yeah. And now Chino is my idiot. Yeah. Right, buddy? No, my dog Laverne was my idiot, too. Yeah. All dogs are idiots, but they love them. But they're very lovable, so... Yeah. They're lovable idiots. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts raining on the both of them, and then they go back to Jeff's apartment. She gets them drunk. Yeah, she gets them drunk. Which was good. Which yeah. is like, okay, this is really backwards com- yeah. considering every trope in this movie is a backwards trope yeah she gets him drunk maybe that's what he makes... changes into something more comfortable though he comes out in a in a three piece suit or a, uh, <laughs> no not even tux with tails and shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm afraid I'm not gonna act like gentlemen <laughs> I like that line yeah <sighs> I like that lot there. He gets drunk as hell on two drinks and needs to go to bed. Yep. Dude, so Such a lush. This sounds like lush. my tolerance. Mine yeah. too. Well, what I found funny too is I didn't realize he was supposed to be Southern yeah. until his parents showed up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's a good Southern boy. He's Southern? It's like, wait a second, that's a Southern yeah. accent? I'm missing something here. Yeah, he's starting to lose it. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. If he's been in New York that long, yeah, you're you right. You have a twing though. There's a few times. There was a few times. Certain yeah. words, I was like, I, I yeah. did pick up on it, but yeah, I think it's yeah. because really the actor was might have might yeah. have been trying to do that. Yeah. Like it's like Tom Cruise trying to do an Irish <laughs> accent. You, it's like vaguely Irish. Yeah. It's Tom Cruise uh, trying to do any accent. Yeah. He, it's like for the first part of the movie, he's doing the accent, and then eventually he just kind of gives up. Also, he's Kevin Costner in in uh, Prince of Thieves. He didn't uh, even bother. No. <laughs> There was no accent in that. Speaking with accents, I'll make a recommendation. Look up on YouTube, Seth Meyers, Boston. Oh, God. It is really good. Oh, they got Boston accent, the movie. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's 
fucking awesome. All right, so, you know, he gets drunk. They, you know, so they continue to date for a while. They meet Jeff's parents, who just, like, doesn't understand what's going on. Well, yeah, because you There's, got, you got yeah. like, David coming in and talking about how he's been sitting across from her from breakfast for the last three years and talking about her little quirks and things like that to Jeff's parents who were like looking you know basically kind of the daughter-in-law this? interview yeah. and See, at this point I started playing a tower defense game on my phone so I, I was kind of out <laughs> like I was playing realm defense at this point just yeah. like yeah take that slimes yeah. yeah, and they, I looked ahead on the wiki to see what the fuck was going on. Basically, yeah, yeah they basically they were doing the daughter-in-law interview. Like yeah. they came to visit their son, hey. and he introduced uh, his girlfriend to them essentially, with the intent, like, okay, I'm going to introduce you to my parents because I have the intention of marrying you. Right. And his parents were like, "What kind of whore are you bringing into our family?" <laughs> like, she was very brutal. Yeah, they were brutal. Yeah. I was like, damn. Okay. Oh, well, man. they didn't actually call her a whore, but you know the thinking it. That was, yeah. they, they thought it loudly. They did. <laughs> no, listen, no, they listen. called her trailer trash, which is oh, white just trash. as bad. A white trash. Yep. It was just as bad. Oh, yeah. What kind of white trash are you bringing into our family? And he's like, you just don't understand what's going on. Just give her a... Like, just tell them there was an issue. She Was she married before? Not technically. Like, there was an issue and, and you know... Just like her mother. Her mother, the minute they find out that she's not married. Oh, what will people think? Who the fuck knows? You, her, this this guy who's going back to Idaho, and the husband. That's it. Four people know. Oh, what will people think? People will think that there's a married couple that's living in this house. Nobody knows the wiser. Oh, well, you can't stay there tonight. Why? Is he going to take her virtue? Pretty sure that was given long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Probably several times the night before too. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they yeah. had just made up from a fight, you know. That's yeah. Ever see the way she woke up? <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 She's looking like, oh my god, is he gone? Can I stand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little wobbly. I can't walk right. <laughs> <laughs> the case good on you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so the, the final bit, they decide they're going to go ahead to holiday. They're going to go to Lake Placid. Uh, they get the no s- giant alligators. Ah, they went skiing. Ugh. I made it's all those winter jokes. time. <laughs> yeah. When so, did it change to winter? Yeah. How long has this been going can I, on? Can I ask a question? Yeah, seriously. When did it change? Because or do they have snow machines? I don't know. I looked away for a minute. And then it, yeah, I it's looked so away for flakes. a minute, came back, oh. and it was December. And asbestos. Like, Hold on. Yeah. yeah. When, they that sl- like. when they went on that sleigh ride, and it was literally, you can tell, it was just interns throwing uh, uh, soap flakes at them from <laughs> the sides. Yeah. And then she starts eating the snow yeah. all weird like. like that's so Because it's oh. soap. Oh, wait. She started rubbing it on her face. Yeah, she's yeah. rubbing it on her face. It's so like it was a hot pocket. Yeah, it's that, basically like that scene was very, very Jim fascinating because joke. just the way she was very like, oh, it's snow. I love snow. And people were like, there snow. was another character in the scene. I can't I wish I could remember him now. It was actually questioning, are you sure it's snow? And she's like, no, I know the smell of snow. And it's like, yes, snow does have a smell. Uh, I snow guess does, so. Snow does have a smell. Like, it's got the, a cold. The outside, like this. you can tell when snow's going to come because the air does have a specific sort of crisp smell to it. Yeah, um, right. It's the only good thing about snow. 
because nothing else about snow is good. I like nope. when they're pretty flakes, but yeah. But yeah, yeah no, the, the rest of the rest of snow is terrible, but the smell of snow is nice. I like it. Hmm. Um, so she is right about that, but I have never in my entire life thought, you know what I'm going to do? There's some nice white snow outside. I'm going to go dive my face into it. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. Unless you're Corey. Unless you're Corey, but Corey is stupid. I love you. <laughs> but you do some stupid shit. He face plants into snow drifts. And... Why? Here, hold my glasses. I'm going to do something. <laughs> no, my personal favorite was the day we all decided to go sledding, but no one remembered there. to bring a sled. I wasn't oh. there for that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to the sledding hill and we went, shit, one? we don't have yeah. sleds. No, we're okay. Well, Corey just flung himself bodily down the hill like a penguin. Just yeah, but he does stuff like that. <laughs> Corey is the type of person that he'll hand you his glasses and go, "Here, hold these." Then you know he's going to do something he's, stupid. And he's about to face plant into a snowdrift for reasons unknown. Which was I still to this day do not understand why he did it. But he made the snow Cthulhu because when his hair flopped, it made like the the tentacles on the yes, end of the snow. Yes, I, I know, but I was still like. <laughs> This was a pile. This is this was a pile of snow that like a plow had put up there. So there was like rocks oh. and like it's and full ice. of rocks and garbage. It's like rocks and 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 dirty snow and and salt and sand. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? They pelted me with oh, rocks God. and garbage. <laughs> anyway, this I'm was this was like ten years ago though. I mean, he's he has gotten much older since. Dear, then. it's longer than that. Shut up, Dan. It was longer than that. Shut up, Dan. Still Point's been dead for a while. Shut though. up, Dan. Uh, <laughs> all right. Shall we talk about this what, ending? Yeah, why don't we wrap this part up? Because yeah. now, da- you know, they got a cabin. David is next door, and he pretends to faint to get sick and delirious. Because they were going like, to go vacationing drunk. there. Yeah. And then they just happened to go uh, yeah. to the next room. Yeah, and then they did that, but you know they did say at the bell, but the bellboy did say, "Well, your room has been changed." So I wonder if he had a hand in that. Oh, he definitely did. Yeah, yeah, because he's crazy. So if they changed that, then you know that's probably the difference. But he faints. He sees them faints, and then there's just. He's faking it. <laughs> they put him into the bed, and she's doing this thing where she's rubbing the hand, but the camera angle is really wrong. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes yeah, I'm like, I'll always remember you in that blue dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's mumbling. I'll always remember you in that blue dress. Things. Trying to tug her heartstrings. Yeah, yeah she's but tugging something else. It. Damn it, you took the words away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's totally fake. And then it. she shaves him. Yep. <laughs> and, and like I'm she sorry, did at, at the beginning. That point, at that point in the proceedings, when you have been fighting this vehemently for so long, I okay. Trust her with a straight we razor. Were, if we were fighting that hard for that long, I wouldn't trust you to shave me. I would have. <laughs> I love you, dear. And this I is love a straight you. razor. I wouldn't yes. trust you with a straight razor if we've been fighting. No. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And what fascinated me, I don't know, like, I feel like there's something behind the shaving. And oh, I, I don't yeah. have, like, an actual point, except it feels well, like very opinionated. But, I mean, the, when the, because we first see them at the start of the film, she shaves them, and she she's explaining how his barber... Uh, Shaves too close. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. And then we see it again happening. So I feel there's some type of, like, subconscious thing between the two of them and shaving is one of the it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like a it shows it shows intimacy yeah it shows it shows 
intimacy okay. and, and, and trust. Yeah. And trust because yeah. if you're going to shave someone, you have to have the utmost trust that they're not going to try to slit your throat. Right. Um, and then and she's shaving him with a straight razor, and that's so easy to cut yourself. Yeah. And she's doing it with just the right amount of care, and she shaves him every day. So this is something that, as a married couple, that they did, and it really does. It shows a sign of intimacy and familiarity. I think it's very sweet. Like I, it is. I mean, I it really, is. The thing. I mean, she made a point at the, at the onset of the, the beginning of the film where she uh, made it seem like a wife. What she's the understanding that the wife is dedicated to the husband, but the way she. Uh, established her words it seemed like she was saying the wife was a bit lesser than but very dedicated to her husband and that I don't well, agree she said, by today's standards she's equal she said you know, that to, as a this is what I'm supposed to do right like, but that's not what she does like she yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do because this is what the ideal wife is supposed to do the, the ideal wife is supposed to support and take care of her husband while he goes off to work and she's at home taking care of the children the home life and, and the social that, calendar she she and she does do that yeah. but at the same time thank god there's no kids she keeps, in this thank god <laughs> at the same time though she keeps like her own sense of individuality yeah and How that, dare she? Well, well, that's the whole thing, is that she keeps her own sense of what she wants to do, uh, what she feels is right and wrong. Yeah. So she isn't the ideal... That's basically what she's saying. She's like, I should be the ideal wife. She's trying to but live up to so an, I, an idea, a, a standard of some kind. Right. And she's abiding by her husband to an extent. Right. But at the same time, she's trying to claim her own independence. And that was actually uh, one of the keys to the film, where these two characters... They're trying to live up to the uh, concept of the the husband uh, and the wife, but they, they their freedom of which they had prior to it's so it's still it's relevant. still ingrained they're, in they're them. So, it's not gonna, they're not going to give it up. Yeah. So he's still going to, and that's why he's kind of the pompous jerk, mm -hmm. and she comes off as kind of the bitch because they're not giving up those bits of individuality and those bits of freedom. But it comes across as so freaking toxic. Oh, like selfish. They, selfish and... It is brutally toxic. It's, it's, they really, they're pointing that this is not the way things should be. Really and to an extent, they are right. Um, Do you think that's what the point of this is as a, a comedy would be? Um, of this is what not to do? Yeah. Mm. Like, like, this is not us. Right. Kind of yeah. like uh, <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. A little bit. Yeah, this is, this is the exact opposite isn't of what like, you should be doing. Well, with always sunny, isn't like everybody awful in that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's awful in this, yeah. so it makes sense. Yeah, Except it's, for the cat and like Gloria yeah. and Always Sunny in Philadelphia is like the modern day Seinfeld. Everybody is still awful. And the fact that it's so popular is because all the assholes don't get ahead. It's like everybody's no, trash. They, they, no, that's, that's the point, yeah. That's the point of every episode is they are, they are right back where they started at the very beginning. Right. Like they have no success. They're not going to get ahead because they really don't deserve it. No, they don't no. deserve it here. So... Yeah, the actual ending. So the yeah, ending, so, motherfucker. Well, you, she finds out that he's been faking this because, and yeah. basically he's like, you know what, fine. And I give up. And Jeff, I'm, I'm going home. You're going to marry Jeff, and that's that. And she takes it personally. Yeah. She's like, 
you know, I don't believe that this is what's going on and I'm going to test him to see if he's really going to let us be together. And it's like, no, you're going to test him because you want to see if he's going to keep fighting for you. Right. Because the minute he stopped fighting for you, you got upset. Like, you've been upset this whole time because he didn't fight for you at the beginning, so you're getting... This is all a way of getting back at him. Mm-hmm. That's, this entire at thing is... Jeff a, or David? At David. David. Okay. This is the entire... The entire plot of this is her basically making him feel like crap because he made her feel like crap at the beginning of the movie. She's punishing him. Hmm. Yeah. That's because what it is. She's punishing him. Because of the stupid marriage license. Right. Because of the stupid marriage license. Because, because she asked that question because and he she answered. asked that question, he answered truthfully that he wouldn't you have, have married her. You have to respect her. that. He was honest. I have respected, but answer, it was but still, still it was still brutal. Like it, that it was I was just like, damn. And the fact that he said it and then when it actually happened, he realized that he was wrong. <laughs> yeah. But instead of apologizing and saying I was wrong. I am sorry. That's what let's let's it? fix this. Saying I was wrong is not what narcissists do. No. Instead no. of saying that he was wrong, he he just kind of circumvented it and went, well, I'm going to marry you anyway. Don't you understand? And throwing it back in her face. And she's like, fuck you. I don't want to do this. Yeah. So this entire thing is her literally punishing him. And then the minute he stops, the minute he's like, all right, fine, I'm done. She's like, oh, snap. He's done. Yeah. I have to make sure he's done. It's a clash of wills between yeah. two malignant narcissists. Yeah. And so when she when she fakes the whole having sex with the Jeff sex scene with Jeff, and he comes bursting in, she's like, "Ha ha! I knew you weren't over me." It's like, what do you want? Then he gets her in a fucking headlock. Then he puts her in a headlock, and then so she, she cries out. She for gets Jeff. she gets upset because he comes in. So it's like, make up your mind. Then he puts her in a headlock, and I'm like, all right, dude, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Well, it's not, only, it's not only that, too, but it's the fact that she, Jeff comes in and doesn't fight David. He's like, he's like, dude, you're not even worth it. No. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, you're an idiot. Just go home. Just leave. Just leave. And go. Before, shortly before this, he was uh, Jeff was willing to be like, oh, yeah, uh, he wasn't sure if she was still... In, love with David. Jeff's been reasonable up to a certain point with her. Aside from being kind of a dick for... Uh, For being, you know, going after your best friend's wife. Yeah. Aside from that, he's the gentle kind that she seems to like. He's a southern gentleman. Yeah. He, he, he neglected the bro code. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, he's he's like the gentle the gentle one, the isn't going to try to take advantage of her, respects her as, as a woman, wants to take things slowly, and that's not is, her personality at all. Is willing no. to and let her go if it makes her happy. And he doesn't realize that she is a temperamental spitfire yeah. who likes to fight. I ain't Ooh. saying she's a gold dig. <laughs> you know, he doesn't see that side of her be broke, because broke. she's always come across as this, you know, put together, well spoken, you know, elegant lady. He's never really seen the the he he's known about it. He's, he hasn't seen the screeching but banshee. But he hasn't seen the screeching banshee, and now that he sees the screeching banshee, he's like, Are you sure that this is what you want? Because I am mellow and you are not. Yep. Are you sure this is what you want? And wait till he sees the farting side. Yeah. <laughs> Come 
fun. That's a, that, that's a time that comes. For that's every... a real thing. Yeah, that, I mean that's something you got to get over, you know, pretty quick. Yeah. That's just a thing. Oh, that shit, you mean like what the first date? <laughs> <laughs> I just think we got to go back. Scream! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I, actually, I, I didn't remember. say it was you. <laughs> we know you were thinking it. I remember one of my exes, like before Joss and I got together. Obviously, um, one of I my exes. I for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. You see, one of my exes uh, for for the longest time. Uh, I did the whole, you know, kind of holding things back kind of thing because I didn't want to, you know, come off as gross or whatever until the day that she let rip in front of me. And I'm like, ha! I win! <laughs> Shots have been fired! You did it first! She's like, what? I'm like, I heard you! Fart <laughs> chicken! I win! Like a game of chicken, but with the butt. The, game, the games have now begun. <laughs> a game of fart chicken now. <laughs> make that a thing, internet. Uh, I think. Don't yeah. make it no, a thing. Yeah. Don't make it a thing. No. Please don't yeah, make it a thing. It's probably already a thing. Ah! There's yeah. a whole bunch of generation generation Zers in, in a restaurant just like no 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 I just no, I just no, have sparkling water it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> don't worry the fart will come naturally don't don't force it no because that's uh, when you have to change your pants yeah right <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. But we That's get to the end. Okay. We finally get to the end of this movie. Where mercifully to the end of this movie. Mercifully to the end of this movie where she uh, wants to get away from him so bad she's willing to learn how to ski. She's gonna ski down the mountain or whatever and like spend the evening in the lodge. Yeah. And he helps her get the skis on and then she falls over and she's trapped in a chair. I thought he sh he shoves her. Or he shoves her, yeah. Yeah. And she's trapped in the chair boop. and she can't get up because of the skis and then sex. Assault happens. Yeah. He's getting and then what her. every hentai turns into. At first, she's no, upset no, about it, no. and then she super into it. Yeah. Yep. That's what I said. It's like she had a vagina in the back of the neck. Really, you're always starting. She hit that spot. She's like, ah! Hey. Oh, see, I just no, see, I just picture he tilted her head back, just like, all right, well, these are gonna rest on your nose. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she. I don't kink shame. Don't yuck. Do their own. Oh, hey, do what you do your thing. Yeah. Don't yuck. Don't yuck someone else's yum. But still, sometimes uh, kinks need need to be shamed. Well, oh, yeah. if her erogenous zone is directly in the back of the neck. All right. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, I conclude. Deep just Throat's hoping. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been listening or to. Mom. I've been listening to oh. my dad wrote a porno, yeah. and apparently Belinda's toes are a thing. Yes. Uh huh. Wait, yeah, Deep Throat. Isn't that the girl? The the girl who has the, the clitoris in the back of her throat. throat. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. I've never seen it, but now I want. Oh, there was another. I have. There was another Lord movie. Oh, I was baby. thirteen. It's the seventies. Yeah. There's bush I was, everywhere. Yeah. There was I was a, thirteen. And her throat. There was another movie, Diamanda Hagen watched where the woman like had seven vaginas uh, or something. Uh, <coughs> I don't remember what it was called. <coughs> Isn't that the one where every time she had sex she had a baby? Yes. Like within Yeah, minutes. she had like seven clitorises or something yeah, in her something in like, her vagina. Yeah. And every time she had sex she got pregnant. Yeah. And within twenty four hours specific. she would give birth. No. And these babies were like monsters who would eat people yeah. like now if you think the cinema snob watches some bizarre ass shit, you have not watched Diamanda Hagen. No. No you haven't. 
That that movie is that that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. So, so these two characters are just hopelessly in love with one another. <laughs> hopelessly is a thing. I don't know about in love. Hopelessly, yes. Yeah, or something, and I. They were used to each other, as they so romantically put it. They have a kinky sexual relationship, and that's about as far as they I have. Can a, it's know. supposed to be like one of those. They have a volatile. Relationship Volatile that but probably has That's probably it. has yeah. really awesome sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, because every every time they fuck, it's makeup sex. Don't stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's so hot though. Don't stick your dick in crazy. But she's so hot. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> God, I had to use that in actual conversation today. <laughs> Besides this! Oh, God. <laughs> I will say, knowing who you work with, I can only imagine no, who it was no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Oh, it oh. was Kimbra. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Damn it, Kim. No. Um, I love him dearly. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so it brings us to fantasy casting. I couldn't even do that. I was just like, <sighs> thank God this movie is over. I can live my life again. Married oh. with children. Before we finish, we gotta go. Where was uh, Hitchcock in the movie? Uh, he we was outside him. of their um, of their house. Yeah, yeah. He walked by. Yeah. It was like forty three minutes in. Yeah. He walks with an umbrella. Yep. Yeah, he's a, it's a far away shot, but I was right like, away. there he is. That There's the fat man. There that's the reason I watched it twice too, because I couldn't find him in the movie. <laughs> where is he? Oh, there he is. There's okay. a no, fucking no, website that I gives know. you screenshots. It's like, where's Alfred? It, though. It's like, oh where's Waldo? I have to find they him. They should make a I feel you like I've got the screenshot. There he is. Done. Bye. Done. And I now I have to, to put it in the shit twice. He's a purist. He's a purist. Bob is a purist. And I can respect you as a purist, man. But I Yeah, I get it. I don't know. No, I get it. I totally get it. But man, come on, bro. Somebody should make a parody. Where's Waldo? With Where's Hitchcock? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, as, as soon as this movie ended with the crossed skis and her, you know, making her, you know, sounds, I'm like, okay, that was a movie that happened. I'm gonna go play Outer Worlds. I'm out of here. Yeah, I started playing like one of my phone games and just completely forgot everything because I was like, okay, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, you said you had one fantasy cast, I think you got drowned out. Oh, oh um, sorry. No, replace sorry. it with Alan Peg Bundy? Yes. Um, and that's yeah, kind of perfect, honestly. Yeah. And from I Always know, Sunny. Al's more likable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Even Peg's more likable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Al got like six touchdowns in one, or was it seven? Four. Tu- four, four, four touchdowns, touchdowns in one game. Yeah. Uh, but um, also, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I, I brought that up, and then you brought up. We were thinking, oh, Dennis is a sleaze, but yes. then again, your your choice was a little more Okay, fitting. so you have Charlie and the Waitress. <laughs> now, some of you don't see it. There is a long-standing arc in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie, who is the janitor of Patty's, who ha- he um, he has this long-standing love for the waitress. Until he who, gets until he gets her, but yeah, that's that's in later that's in later seasons. But he finds ways to be able to get in front of the waitress or do something, and he does this thing where he creates the play uh, the day man. Uh-huh. And thank you. So he does the day man, and he does this whole elaborate play to, in order to get the waitress in, in the front row, in order to kneel down and basically propose to her, because she his mind was. 
She can't say no if it's in front of a lot of people. Um, I have seen many fail videos that tell, that says otherwise. otherwise yes. yes. Oh yeah. Me too. Ooh, Charlie's not Will you too go great. to prom with me? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, my favorite fail video is the guy who tried to propose to his girlfriend, hired a band, got a whole bunch of music and everything on this mall, and he got this microphone, he's like, and she's like, no, 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 and she grabs the mandolin and knocks him out with a guitar. Oh, God. I've seen that one, yeah. And then here, she's like, uh, no, and everybody just goes, ooh, and just quickly goes right back to their day. Yep. And it's still funny. Thank you, Deanne, for giving me that video, because it's hysterical still. There's one of, another one of my favorites is like this couple they're like on a couple of rocks in front of like a waterfall and yeah. he proposes yeah. and she's like oh my god yes he takes the ring and as she's putting it on she drops it and it falls into the water it's gone yeah. it's gone honey yeah. that is actually a story in Nick Offerman's book Hmm. where he explains it as uh, called Paddle Your Own Canoe and he explains how he proposed to Megan Mullally three times in Paris <laughs> Two times he proposed, he got down on one knee and it dropped down a sewer grate. Oh! And then the third time he's like, do you just want to get married? Yes. Okay. That's not as expensive. <laughs> when I when I proposed to her, I like, I got down on one knee, but I didn't realize there was a puddle there. She was like, sploosh. Uh... Well, I'm committed now. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do anything. No. Just like... What? It took us 11 years to get married. Yeah. I think we followed. No, I remember this because we got up one day and we looked at each other and I had to go to a business trip in Texas. And, you know, I I believe the conversation went, we hadn't killed each other yet. Yeah. Okay. Should we do this? And I'm like, yeah. We're going to get married. Yeah. You want pancakes for breakfast? Okay. Wow, Six I, months I later, we were married. <laughs> the pancakes were the more important decision. We knew we were going to do it anyway. Well, what was funny about ours is we were together, what, I think like four months. And we were in your, you were at your apartment, and one of our friends, we were having our game, and our friends were over, and my friend Jen looked at me, and she's like, you guys are going to get married. Let's not, let's stop play this game anymore. You guys are going to get married. And I was like, dude, we don't know that. We've been together four months, and she's you got to get married. Now, now keep in mind, our, rela- our, our actual relationship, like, we've been attached at the hip for... Way longer than that, but 20... since junior year of high school, twenty-one years. Yeah, we, Aww, we were, we've been attached, be. to, and there was like a year where we didn't mm-hmm. talk, but that was some bullshit. We yeah, don't really we don't talk about that. that but yeah. um, what was I gonna say? Our actual relationship, like us being an item, I believe started with the phrase "All right, asshole, you're on." Yeah, was, uh, that will be <laughs> that will be ten years on December first. Yep. <laughs> We'll be together See, ten years. That's the sign of a yeah. damn good relationship. Is when it starts kind of funny. Yeah. With some sort burritos. of toast, and you're like, okay, then we're good. Know, then we got burritos, burritos and, you broke, the, and, no you, and you broke the cup holder in my, in I my did, car. I did. I did indeed. Yeah. <laughs> that was not the first nor the last thing you've broken in my car. I've broken many cars. <laughs> many you things. Pulled my rearview window, rearview mirror off. It was an accident. This was in my I was 19. Okay, it wasn't. this was in my first car. It was a 79 Olds Cutlass Salon that was held together by 
bumper stickers and hope. And uh, at one point, we were just driving around. No, and, you had to go pick up well, something. Well, we were hanging out, and I yes. had to go pick up something at the doctor's office for my grandmother. So we went over there. I just I ran in, got the thing for my grandmother, came back. She had stayed in the car. When I'm walking back to the car, I see her sitting shotgun with just this enormous grin on her face like, I didn't do it. And I'm just kind of looking at her. She's looking at me like, ah. I got in the car. I sat down like, what did you do? And she just, she, not a word, just sheepishly hands me my rear view mirror. And I'm like, what in the hell? She, it just came off. It came off my head. I went to turn it so, because he didn't have mirrors in his, in his car. And I went to turn it just so I could look at my hair. I didn't have see. I didn't have windows in the back of the car either. Like no. you remember, it's not like the crank broke or anything. No, they just didn't roll down. No, they didn't. That car was a hot box. It was. It was a dead uh. truck. But I turned the mirror, and the mirror came off of my head, and I went, Oh, oh no! Oh no! Uh. And I'm like, Oh god, what do I say to him? And I'm trying to put it back on, and it wouldn't stick, and I'm like, a oh, crap. Uh. I still remember the story with that car is a story you told me that ended with Ow my balls, it's okay, I'm fine. Oh, it was great. That, that is... It was the same car. Yeah. Same yeah. car. Yeah, it uh, brought me back to oh, that. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> We're driving... Okay, when you're a kid in this area in like the early 2000s, and I mean really early 2000s, and you have nothing to do. You yeah. drive around at night. Right. Because gas isn't because that expensive Gas yet. wasn't that expensive. And, and cigarettes we were, were still bored. three bucks, a, yeah, three bucks like, a pack. We had nothing to do. So we were driving around. And it, was a, it was me in the passenger seat. Dan was driving. And there was like three of our friends in the back seat. And they're all guys. Straight. And there were two of them in the trunk. No, <laughs> no not that time. No, all right. Um, that was a different time. But there's like, two, yeah, I think there was like three or maybe even four guys in the back seat. There was quite a few. Now, if you look up an old Cutlass Salon, that thing was a sofa. Yeah. It was. It was big. And we're driving down, like, some some back street, and it's dark, and his headlights weren't the greatest. <laughs> they were factory. <laughs> and so my headlights could drink at that point. We're probably going, like, 30, 40 miles an hour. Mm. And he doesn't see this... Uh, this Stop the um speed bump. a speed bump in the road, and he hits it going 30, 40 miles a day. <laughs> so if the car kind of goes, it kind of goes airborne for a second, and it lands. And we and wondered why parts fell off of that thing. And every guy in the car just screamed, "Ow, my balls!" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it was hysterical. <laughs> there you go. You got a futuristic game show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't that in Idiocracy? Yep. That was Ow My yep. Balls. Okay. I love your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, 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 my balls. <laughs> All right. So there you go. I think we walked around. That's and love, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got set up on a blonde date. So don't so don't knock a blind date to the no, mall. It worked. It worked. It worked, and you know, it's, you know the mutual friend of ours. You know, hey, you two here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, our, our uh, friends, our friends Corey and Holly, they were introduced basically on on the uh, premise that oh, you'll like Corey. He's great. He's got anime, and they just kind of shoved her in his room, yeah. and she's like, "I'm told you have anime." <laughs> <laughs> and they live upstairs together. Now. Yes. <laughs> oh. uh. 
So, so I have no stories to add to this at all. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. but I did want to add a few things. Uh, d- did you know that uh, Carol Lombard's real name is Jane Alice Peters? I knew it was Jane. Yeah, because yeah. okay. that, that, that was her yeah. stage she... name, Carol Lombard. Why I don't know, but I, I so thought that was fascinating. Better, a really cool uh, other thing I found out: Robert Montgomery, who plays David uh, Smith in the film, he's actually the father. To Elizabeth Elizabeth Montgomery, Montgomery who is one Samantha of Bewitched. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That was oh, that's man. all I got. That's neat. <laughs> I can't oh, twist. I can't, I can't, I can't wiggle worry. my nose. What? I can if I do this. I can't yeah. wiggle my nose. I can. I, can, I guess I can. If you grab it and wiggle it, I can do it. I can't yeah. wiggle my nose. I can do the Elvis slip curl, but I can't yeah. wiggle my nose. I think uh, trying to wiggle my nose moves my mouth. Yeah, more. it moves your mouth. You can wiggle my nose, but you don't like that. <laughs> That's flaring. That's not wiggling. <laughs> oh, I used to be able to wiggle my ears, but now it just it just kind of moves my glasses around. <laughs> so, next week we continue on Hitchcock. Very, very, very easy. Uh, we step backwards. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to arrange it, if you're listening at the time of recording, the following next week, we're going to try to arrange it to do this live on Facebook. Um, and we'll do this here, this will be easy. Um, this one, The Lodger, Hitchcock's silent film. So this should be fun. And we'll have a grand old time as usual. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for joining. Are you guys are doing The Lodger? Yeah. yeah. Why? Something, something wrong? I remember that movie. Cool. Huh. Oh, crap, yeah, that was a good one. You could you could be on the podcast and tell us about it. Yeah, some good times. Hmm, okay. Yeah, that happened. That was fun. That was a good one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Shut up, Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so be good. Take care of yourselves. But don't be too good. Ha, 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 ha.